This is Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. not panic ladies and gentlemen the casuals have taken control of the airwaves this is casually hardcore live on alphageekradio.com for sunday the 12th of july 2015 this is casually hardcore and i am gnome wise i am dexa and i'm grail it's good to be back on the air yeah, yeah. you wacky world travelers you wow well. well. Not really country travelers. U.S. travelers, US I guess. Travelers. Yeah. The U.S. is part of the world, is Partial. it not? It's a very tiny part. Yeah. But you traveled it. We did. We did travel a chunk of it, for All sure. All technicalities count. Yeah. So, uh, Aridin is uh, safely ensconced in uh, school zone? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is set up and... Has promptly forgotten us. Yeah. <laughs> we are dead to him. Yes. Uh, so normal, you know, child going off to college kind of stuff. Right, right. The normal tearful, like, oh, my God, we're letting him go. And him being like, haven't you, you guys are still here? Well, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> um, just, just, keep send, just keep sending the cash, okay? okay and Pretty that's... much. No, it's funny because we were in the room he's staying in, and this is at my dad's house because he's living there for the first year. And I was there with my stepbrother, and we're looking around this room that he has – his TV, his computer, a Surface, a mini fridge, uh, all this. And we're like, well, when we lived here, our rooms had maybe a stereo in it. Uh-huh. And that was it. If you were lucky. Like, this sucks. <laughs> Not for him, it doesn't. <laughs> Not for him at all. Kids these days telling you this phrase does not come from nowhere yeah he's got the pad decked out and ready to go uh and as far as i've last talked to him he's actually pushing along in league of legends to a rank of silver one because he has the whole goal of getting to gold before the season ends because this is the important number one priority when moving out of the house well heck yeah (laughs) yeah I repeat, kids these days. Right. All right. On to the topic at hand, which is Comic-Con, 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 Comic-Con. Pretty much. And all the media uh, festivities, releases, leaked videos, uh, officially released videos, this, that, and the other. And the... One that's jumped out at me, we've talked about at great length uh, on this show at various times, is the proper full trailer for Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you need any more proof that they're all listening to this show <laughs> and, and doing as we say, you need look no further than this trailer. Um... It is, as we've speculated, a, a very direct reaction 
to the absurd amount of death and destruction that Man of Steel featured in its third act. Right. Yes. And a lot of my fears have been placated, um, reduced by the content of this trailer. Um, if you had any concerns about Batfleck, this may make you feel a little bit better about Ben in that role. Um, I, I want to go on record, though. I have since day one said I was okay with it. No, and I'm not. I'm not I saying think... that everyone shared my opinion. But I was no, I just, no. I just kind of went, Meh. Huh? but I also went eh, with Heath Ledger, and so I've I've learned not to necessarily question and. and Later, well, later in the show, we'll talk about Jared Leto as Joker, Joker which I also sure. went, especially with the, the visuals they released of him. Or like, I went really, huh? and there's reason to be a little more hopeful about that role in Suicide Squad. But pedaling back to Batman v Superman, um, we get our first look at Wonder uh, Woman. Yes, Wonder with Gal Gadot as, as Wonder Woman. Very, very quick shot of yeah. her. But, I mean... I will give it looked functional mm-hmm. as Wonder Woman. Yes. Um, there and was nothing in the quick shot of her that made me go, ugh. Right. <laughs> like, what is this? So looked properly imposing Amazonian. Badass. Ready to go. Yes. Much better than the brown yeah. thing they had her in first. For Although sure. the colors are still very muted, but that's yes. the palette. That's Zach, At least that's Zach Snyder's that's Zach, yep. way. I mean, everything's going to be muted, unfortunately. Uh, like we reviewed that resaturation video a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. oh, uh, yes. which you know could definitely make it a different movie. Though I love the suggestion there of making it where the Man of Steel should be very bright, but keeping Dark Man, or Dark Batman. Man, Batman <laughs> in the uh, <laughs> I'm Dark Man. Liam Neeson's coming, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the more muted uh, color palette. Yeah, but the the shots of Bruce Wayne reacting to the destruction of the Wayne Financial Building during oh, yeah. the, the the battle between the little snippet of him, you know, everyone else is running away from the destruction. He's running towards it. It's, like, yeah, it's a very Batman moment, mm. um, and Ben really projecting the, the uncontained rage as he's gazing upon the, the destruction and the, the death that was just caused in front of him. It's like, okay. This well, is, is tap dancing on a lot of the issues of powerlessness that yeah. Bruce has to have from his childhood. Absolutely. Well, and then there's the big reveal in the trailer that got talked to death is there's the scene of him in the Batcave with behind him yeah. what appears to definitely be Robin's suit with the Joker's writing all yeah. over yes. it. So there's a lot of speculation that this is post uh, Jason Todd being beaten to death with a crowbar, yep. Batman. Yep, there's, they've got Robbins, he's got the staff and the outfit with the graffiti and the, the jokes, ha ha ha, the joke's on you, Batman. Right. Yes. Um, which makes it, which, that, I mean, if anything got me more interested in the movie, it was that. that. that yeah. Just the fact that they're now taking Batman to where he, uh, you know, has lost one of his closest allies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already he's already you know, pretty broken at this point. Right, right. So I mean, you compound if that's the case, compo- compound on top of it, then the destruction that Superman and uh, Zod. General Zod wrought in in Metropolis. In mm-hmm. Speaking of Zod, there's a quick uh, yeah 
cut of uh, him being unzipped from a body bag, one would assume Lex got a hold of him. Now, now I had an issue with Lex. Lex is not the Lex I was expecting so far. Lex mm-hmm. is not Lex to me. See, even if he was bald, just the way he was being p- portrayed is is weird. I kind of liked it. Really, okay. I don't like him as Lex. Every, and maybe it's it's getting too close back to Return of Superman, um, oh Kevin Spacey portrayal, mm-hmm. which I didn't. I, I liked somewhat, but I had some issues with it. And he's he's a little too, I don't know, hip maybe. Or well, remember that Superman Returns was a direct right. sequel to Superman Two. It was it, so right. That, so that was the that was supposed to be the Gene Hackman. Lex Luthor. No, I, and I get why they did it that way. I'm just saying that Lex didn't resonate with mm-hmm. me. The, the, the one that has resonated the most is the Lex from the uh, Justice League cartoons. Yeah. And that's a very cold, right. emotionless, you know, shamelessly sociopathic, but driven individual mm-hmm. who can turn, turn charm on and off at will, but doesn't actually care about anyone or anything but himself. Sure. Um, this portrayal is very much more. He, he's almost Jokerish. Yeah, that's his, what yeah. I'm saying. We already have a Joker. I don't think we need another one. He's not that far over the edge. It's just a little salting of the psychopath into the sociopathy there. Yeah, but you can have different psychopaths. I mean, Scarecrow's not exactly sane, but he's completely different than Joker is. Right, but but I don't see this character as busting up the makeup or the tats anytime soon. No, but I mean, I I think, and maybe this is just the pre-whatever catastrophe is going to lead him into. I don't see him finishing this movie with still having hair. No, I'll, and I'll they, well, they already that. have pictures leaked, and they have a great black and white of him bald and looking much more serious and driven mm-hmm. than anything he showed in the the preview. I mean, his little taunting, you know, the red capes are coming. coming. The it red just, capes are coming. It just didn't strike me as Lex. No. Like, had the Joker been saying that, I would have been, like, on board. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but We'll see where they take me. Yeah, the, that casting was... The one that everyone kind of looked at and said, hmm, and the, the, the trailer didn't reassure us a whole ton. That no, no. no. That be... was the only part of the trailer that made me go, eh, I don't know about that. We'll see what journey they take him on. He might come out the end of this as the cold, sure. okay, now it's on, alien boy. Yeah. Kind of a, we'll, we'll see. And, I mean, but you did have him looking at what would one would assume to be kryptonite mm-hmm. uh, yes, in exactly. the case. Yeah. Glowing green rock in the Superman universe. <laughs> we assume yeah. kryptonite. It's not, a, not, it's not a big reach. Not much else to, to say there. Uh, and some nice, uh, you know, instead of just stare down Dragon Ball Z style, they actually showed Superman and Batman going at it a little bit, too. Yeah, and they had uh, some shots of soups, you know... Looking fairly pissed off. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, you didn't just do whatever the hell you just did. Mm-hmm. There's, there's the bit where he, you know, he, he tears open the Batmobile and Batman just stands up and looks at him. It's like, okay, it's on. Right. Um, and a great scene of him avoiding the eye blasts by quickly getting out of the, yes. the way of them. Exactly. So, yeah, no, it, it's... 
I am way more excited about this than I expected to be. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Me too. It's... I mean, we we talked, we've we've honked on mightily in this show about them. Oh, well, they haven't paid their dues. Look at all the the groundwork that Marvel laid before they went for their team up. And I think what I may have forgotten to consider is that for the average member of the public, they already know Superman. They already mm-hmm. know Batman. They had to be taught about Iron Man. They had to be taught about the X-Men. Right. We as comic book nerds, we got it. We knew why these things were cool. They DC can really cash in on the fact that they have decades old cultural icons. Mm-hmm. Even Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, I would say that I mean, they did Man of Steel was Superman origin story. Yeah, but uh, a, to- a radically different one. Radically different, but so they covered that. They they are definitely resting on the laurels of the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh hell yeah, absolutely. To give absolutely. them Batman, uh, it's it's more just the introduction of Wonder Woman and Aquaman for sure. Being- yeah, and I'm curious, you know, are they are they coming forward? It's like we've always been here, but there's never been a threat to this planet like this. Sure. So my goddess sent me here to deal with you. Because you don't belong here, right? And Aquaman is probably similarly like, yeah, I know, I'm kind of in charge of the oceans here, but that's part of the planet that you threatened to destroy. So yeah, let's talk. Yeah. Um, which is 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 a fine and wonderful way for them to ha- have an excuse for these people who were apparently here the whole damn time, sure, to come out of the woodwork. It's like we can't operate in secret anymore because you are way too loud well and they've also announced they are planning on doing like a green lantern corpse movie uh in this which, in the dc cinematic universe in the dc cinematic universe which so, we now can say is a thing because well they're going I think that so. way i mean as you know it may not be in order but i think the the next logical thing to talk about would be probably the suicide squad trailer yeah and deals that one was not officially published, but no. plenty of leaked uh, Periscope videos and such are sure. out there. People need to get better cameras. <laughs> doing they are searching people on their way into Hall H. You understand? Right. I'm just <laughs> like kidding. Somebody I has to that. smuggle a GoPro, you know. Uh, Seriously. All you got to do is like build, build, exactly. uh, build some Spartan, Spartan armor as your cosplay and build a right. couple Go, GoPros into the helmets. And, oh, this is my, this is my costume. Exactly. <laughs> uh, like a little hunk of GoPro up my ass. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> You're you're afraid you're not going to like it, but you're a little more afraid that you will. Right. Um, so we've gotten some some bad camera copies of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and this one doesn't light my fire quite as much. I was surprised to see Batman featured in it. Yeah, mm-hmm, I saw that. And, it, and, is, and is that Ben? Is that Ben playing Batman in that? That's that's the question. Is it, will that be uh, Ben Affleck going in? And I'm guessing it's probably more to show how some of these folks get captured, possibly, than uh-huh. actually being a major yeah. player in the in the movie, right? Uh, because it looks like he was definitely going after uh, Harley. Mm-hmm. Harley Harley doing uh, inverted yoga apparently in in her cell. <laughs> for re- because, uh, because was that re- Harley? 
Yeah. I thought that was Enchantress that was doing that, or whatever her name is. Not sure. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, it was really hard to tell from the really crappy camera. Right. So, yeah, and I'm it, not it would make more familiar. sense that that would be Enchantress. Right. I think that was Enchantress. I'm not super familiar with all the members. I mean, Me obviously, either. Will Smith is playing Deadshot, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we know Jared Leto is the Joker. We have Harlequin. And then there's some other people. Which people were <laughs> like, you know, the Joker stole the show. And I'm like, seriously, Leto was literally in like three seconds of it. He had two lines. Yeah. And I didn't think he really, I mean. He didn't steal yeah, the he show. Makes a he good Joker, but the other girl made a good Harley. And Enchantress was actually more captivating. Yeah. Yeah. No, people were just salivating to see. Leto move. He's always had his really stills. Right. And see what attitude he's bringing to it. And he's, he's doing he's doing the killing joke Joker. The yeah, ridiculous grin, the over the top, I'm just going to hurt you real bad. Um, yeah. I'm, I mean, I need, I need to see more. I think visually he's compelling as hell. Yes. Um, but... I need to have a little bit more to understand what his take is going to be because, you know, Heath Ledger is still ringing in my head. Yeah, and and Heath Ledger had a completely original take on the character as far as mannerisms and just everything. And I see them going for trying to translate the Killing Joke comic book Mm -hmm. Joker straight to film. And I don't know if that's really possible because unless you're doing manipulations like they did in the mask to his face people's faces don't move like that (laughs) (laughs) you look you look at the drawings of you know joker when he's at his wildest you know his mouth is one third of his head in those shots yeah his you know your physiology just, just just don't work like that Works great in a comic because mm-hmm. comics are exaggerated and wacky. Sure, I just don't know if we it's going to work. Um, and way earlier, and I expected him to, to bust in already. I brought Barry on the line because I assume we already said something wrong. <clears throat> well, actually, what you were just talking about made me think. You know, comic books and people are complaining about in comic books about how they set up uh, unrealistic body image issues for women. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's the same way with the Joker. We we should just complain. They're like, this is an unrealistic expectation for our cosplay. <laughs> we cannot make our faces do that. No actor can do that. Have and, you not seen Harley's Joker? Uh, I didn't. I haven't seen any of the leaked footage from. No, I'm saying there, there's, there's a cosplayer out there who goes under the name Harley's Joker. Oh, that guy's really good. Yeah, he is. I think I know exactly. Drop dead gorgeous human being to begin with. I mean, he's he's a professional model, but the Joker he does is just absolutely spectacular. Um, I'm nice, and he's and he's very close to the Killing Joke version. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because he's the one that had that had that picture of him sitting with the heads behind him, right? Yes. Yeah, that dude. Uh, No, he he really takes his Joker serious and and nails it, And, and it's weird that it took a really gorgeous sculpted person to really pull that off and then you put the crazy makeup on over it and it's like and it's the joker holy crap it's the joker (laughs) um but suicide squad it didn't didn't light my fire nearly as much as batman v superman partially because it was a crappy camera copy but also it's just i'm not as invested in these characters sure and it just it's it's the dirty dozen and and i've seen the dirty dozen but I think uh, there's two things about it that 
got me at least again interested. And, and aside from the fact that number one, the trailer, there was nothing in it that I was like, "Oh, that looks bad." No, Everything bad. looked good from, yep. of course, the crappy camera angle. But <laughs> two things: number one, the fact that for all our superhero movies, with the exception, possible exception of what we'll talk about next, uh, <laughs> this is the only movie which is really featuring the bad guys. Yep. And so it's a different take on the hero. Instead of having one character, the Wolverine, as like the anti-hero, it's an entire group of people that are kind of being forced to be heroes. Not even uh, kind of. Definitely being forced to be heroes. Right. So I think that's good. The other big takeaway for me was the fact that they showed Batman, which means they're finally starting to mix their universe together yep. and keep and maybe have a continuity across films, which is something DC just has not done yet. Yeah, I think other than shot. the trailer for, for Batman vs. Superman, which is basically a direct sequel to Man of Steel. Yep. And I, I think they, if they had had been more confident in Green Lantern, and they had every reason not to be confident in it because the, the end result was not that awesome. Um, they might have tried to fold that into the continuity, but they're like, eh, we're going to start that one over again because we dropped it, the ball. Yeah, and it's not like they, it's just they, they went for such a by-the-numbers origin story that it just fell really flat. Yeah. Yeah. In a time where Marvel was showing there's different ways to do it. Yep. Though it still has one of the best superhero uh, movie lines in it. For the cheekbones. The cheekbone one. Did you you think I wouldn't recognize you just because I couldn't see your cheekbones? Right. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you hinted that uh, next uh, down the list, there's another crappy camera copy. (laughs) Speaking about Green Lantern. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is everywhere. Yes. Uh, however, here he's in a much better role, uh, technically reprising, but not really reprising his role as Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, a, a better pro- Deadpool. The proper the Deadpool, Deadpool we deserve. Deadpool done right. <laughs> That's right. So we get a, pro- a proper trailer. Uh, it incorporated a little bit of, of the teaser snippet they'd done sure. uh, to flesh it out, but it looks awesome. <laughs> so I can't oh, not be excited yeah. about this. No, he looks great, and I like the fact that he's, you know, they show him before he becomes Deadpool, and that he's still such a smart Alec guy before yeah. then, and it he doesn't lose it. Yep, it only only accentuates it. It only makes yeah. it worse. <laughs> it, I mean, for better or worse, it was exactly what Deadpool is. Mm-hmm. Um, and breaking the fourth wall, breaking included. The fourth wall, cue the music. Some terrible jokes. Yep. Some funny jokes. Yep. Uh, and you know, definitely a lot of murder, murder, (laughs) which cussing, cussing and murder and murder and cussing. Yep. Yeah. Which all mixes together in, I mean, if I wanted to see a Deadpool movie, this is what I'd want to see. So, and it will, it's such a spectacle or spectacle onto itself that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, I just that's that's one that again early concern of it, it just the the difficulty of adapting the source material, sure. The fear that they would kidify it, right? Um, and just how do you make just the physics of making the mask work? Yeah, because again, in a comic book, you can do all kinds. Same, you know, Spider Man suffers from the same problem. Sure, you have this body sock covering their head. 
Well, how, and the, how do you the emote? Is in the comics, that body sock, his eyes are expressive. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It, again, the impossibility of, right. of the things that they can do in a comic that they can't. And they seem to be doing some subtle manipulation on the face that makes it work just enough without being comical. Yeah. You know, without being Jim Carrey in the mask like we talked about earlier. Right. Um, so... He does take the mask off for a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they had they had a, him. <laughs> Looks like a testicle with teeth, is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Two avocados had sex like, on your face. Like, no, like like a, a, like an avocado had sex <laughs> with an older out of avocado. Thank you very much. So, I mean that that scene had me laughing pretty yes. hard. That was pretty damn funny. The yep. little back and forth. Just uh, how ugly he is now. Yeah, just just good. And I mean, you know, I'm a. a confessed ryan reynolds fan i'm more often than not enjoy anything i see him in so uh, that alone has me excited they definitely seem to be saying as true as possible to the source material yep and you know i mean i'm curious to see what the the ride looks like plus you have uh colossus in there yeah yeah and uh what was that? Te- Sonic Teenage Warhead. Which no, I no, love no. that line too. Like, oh my god, that is the best name ever. That's, that's Negasonic Teenage Negas- Warhead. Negasonic. That's what it is. Yeah, and that's Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Existing character from the Marvel universe. Yeah, just freaking awesome. Now she's a, I mean, she's a telepath who also has some precog. Yeah, has foreseen her own death and has died and come back a couple times. But right. she's a good. She's basically goth. She's she's yeah. goth girl, which is a wonderful counterpoint to Wayne, to yeah. Wade, because and his reaction. Holy shit! That is the best name ever. Yeah, just craziness. Yeah, and, um, I, and I'm assuming that was Colossus in there. It, it, it looked exactly like Colossus. I mean, what other I mean, is, De- know, is Deadpool really? a Fox produced film? No. Um, yes. 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 yes okay. So then, yeah, it probably he's, a, he's allowed to be there. Yes. Yeah. So, which is good. I mean, I love Colossus, and he's always been very underwhelming in the X Men movies. Yeah. So, I hope they start expanding his usage both here and hopefully in uh, uh, Age of Apocalypse. Well, X Men Apocalypse. X Men, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he did get a really cool moment in uh, Days of Future Past, though. They kind of got to use Blink's teleporting abilities yeah. to cannonball special him. That yep. was awesome. Without, yeah. without, yeah, that was he. Does, yeah, he got to be the cannonball instead of being the cannon for once. Right. right. Um, which and they they in that whole fight sequence they really utilized Blink. Somebody somebody on that team played Portal. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Blink knew exactly what the, the audience yeah. wanted to see. Yeah, you you really hope Blink shows up in X Men Apocalypse because she had some very killer powers. We'll see. They had just a poster reveal on um, X Men Apocalypse. Well, Comic-Con. they showed a really quick scene where you actually get a line out of Apocalypse. Oh, really? Yeah. It's again. It was a very you know under the covers videotaped thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it was literally like three seconds. Hence why I didn't. Uh, included in kind of like uh, Thanos at the end of uh... yeah, but well, well, somebody was walking and then Apocalypse says something to them, and that was about it. <laughs> Just full on Apocalypse in in the armor and everything. I guess as far as you could plus, tell, it was not plus, easy to see. He wasn't in the armor, but it was definitely Apocalypse. Okay, you're saying Barry, Barry. They also have uh, there was a there was a casting like panel. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. 
Can you hear us? <laughs> We're waiting for you to speak. Oh, no. There must oh, be. Okay. Oh, there was like a panel of that. I think we're losing Barry. Awesome losing radio. There was a panel. There was a panel, I though. Heard there was we a panel. know there was yeah. a panel. How about? Nope. No. no. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Call back. Um, Game so, Game yeah, I, I had totally forgotten that um, Deadpool was a Fox property, but that makes total sense because they own the X Men universe, and he is firmly in the X Men universe. Yes. Yes. Um, Though he was an honorary Avenger as well. Yes. So. Who hasn't been an Avenger? I uh, basically everybody. Precisely. Now. But before Secret Wars started, yeah, basically every single character has been an Avenger. Yeah. Even villains. <laughs> mm-hmm. So This is indeed what we find. Doom was an Avenger. I mean, come on. Yeah, you're not wrong. Nope. He was I, like the head Avenger. <laughs> the head Avenger. <laughs> and Valeria, the daughter, was in there somewhere. Whatever. Yeah. But anyways, no, I, mean, I would be excited to see... More of Colossus. I'd be excited mm-hmm. to see. Absolutely. I mean, a big thing in the comic book and even in the Marvel Heroes game is there's this big groundswell for his sister who becomes magic. Mm-hmm. It's also a very interesting character. I, I'm Ileana. surprised that Ileana has not shown up yet. Yeah. Um, yeah she she was in the a... background of X2. Right. Um, with all the other new mutants. That was about it. Um, yeah, she's got all kinds of stories. Oh, yeah. She she goes away for what seems like a blink of the eye for us and mm-hmm. apparently is captured and sent to a demon dimension where she's basically imprisoned. And, and then takes over. And takes over and then comes back as kind of a surly, let's get the job done type hero. Yes. And, I will run you, know, you through with my soul sword and then we'll move along. Right, right. Yeah. Wields a gigantic sword, can teleport, all kinds of craziness. Yep. And time travel. Don't forget time travel. Yeah, but she's pretty limited, I think, on our plane. Yes. But anyways. Yeah, but again, the, the other thing that I like about this is this opens up. If if Fox plays their cards right and you know continues to develop their Marvel Cinematic Universe, Deadpool can show up in a future X-Men movie. I would hope so. I mean, hopefully at, least at a cameo. some point, Fox and uh, Marvel can also, or Disney, can, can start getting along a little better, too. Come to a... Understanding something, some sort of yeah. Well, how much fun would it be to have the movie version of a team-up book? Because DC and Marvel for years would do an annual team-up, yeah, where they would do a one-off, not part of any continuity, right? So there was one that was Dark Phoenix and and Dark Side teaming up, and all all <laughs> these awesome, yeah, crazy wacky things, and. You know, they could certainly you know, MacGuffin it away with, oh, alternate dimensions crossing over, and hey, what an interesting universe you have over there. What an interesting universe you have over there. Let's get together and have some, an adventure and then go our separate ways for new movies. Yeah. Well, and, and honestly, even though this is still within Fox, I would definitely give money just for Hugh Jackman to one time do a team-up movie with Deadpool. Oh, yeah, As absolutely. Wolverine and Deadpool. I mean, absolutely. come on. That's, that's instant <laughs> Instant gold. They've always been amazing together. Yeah. And I mean, but cinematically, especially if Ryan Reynolds pulls off what he seems to be pulling off in the preview mm-hmm. and what we already know Hugh Jackman Hugh brings to Wolverine. Yep. Wolverine. It would be something something to watch for sure. I and ha- they've already technically been together in a movie, but nonetheless we don't talk about origins. We do not speak of it. <laughs> and 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 the great God Singer has retconned it all away. Yes. <laughs> Praise be to Singer. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So the so other other the big, other huge thing. Other big universes. Um big Star Wars Force Awakens presence at the mm-hmm. con, not surprising. 
And they went the route of a nice behind-the-scenes vignette that they've released. So not really a trailer, but a you know a, a, like a, something you would expect to find uh, as a DVD extra. This honestly, to me, it felt like all you old Star Wars fans. It's cool. Yeah, it was basically the message of the of the trailer. Like we know you've been hurt. Yes, we. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's okay, baby. Look at this real. And they even used the the, the the phrase real sets. Yeah. Right. Real sets, real actors, real locations, models. Yep. We're in the desert. I mean, it was basically speaking to every fan that had grown up on the original trilogy and then suffered through one through three mm-hmm. to basically assure, you know, we're getting back to what made this great. Yep. Yeah. And lo- I love the fact that one of the a- actors, you know, he's, you can see he's burning up in this stormtrooper outfit. Yeah. He doesn't have the helmet yeah. on and he's just like, it's for Star Wars, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all... And they're all out in the desert, and he's, like, sweating bullets, the poor yeah. guy. Yeah, like, I don't care. It's Star Wars, it's man. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. yeah I have... mean, you had that. You had a real quick thing, where, like, Simon Pegg was shown there, and, I mean, again... Yeah, he's, in, st- he's, in, he's in one of the big uh, yeah. alien costumes, incognito. <laughs> yep. How they have to keep reworking Chewie because everyone keeps hugging him. Right, right. His, his, <laughs> his costume keeps getting falling apart because everybody wants to hug Chewie. Because it's Chewie. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. they Peter Mayhew with the hat off, with the headpiece off, but sitting in the cockpit of the uh, Millennium Falcon there saying, well, back in the saddle again. Right. Yeah. And so they've just some really... All kinds of fan service just kind of quietly done in the background. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look, here's all the interiors of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, look, here's Carrie Fisher in her full costume. We're not going to see what's going on. I'm just going to give you a shot of that, her talking, yeah. to, talking to JJ. Like, we're like, squeak! Yeah, I mean, Harrison Ford sitting in the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Next I mean, to yeah. the female, young female. Yeah. Lead, yes, the most likely his daughter, but... To be, to be revealed. To be determined. To be revealed later. Uh, but yeah, just... Just a lot of feel good, like yeah, and a lot, and just seeing again also the enthusiasm from all the not only actors but the set designers yeah. talking yep. about you know I smile every day because I'm building a Millennium Falcon and I'm building an X wing. Exactly. How often do you get called upon to do these things? Yeah. And the new actors, their excitement is oh, yeah. kind of infectious. Yeah. No, it's totally palpable. Yeah. Um, so. Again, the same, the same way kind of Singer brought back X-Men for us from the, the, the left turn it made that none of us liked. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good. I, I, have, I have successfully summoned forth the Boba Fetish. Ah. Hello. I'm sorry. I didn't give you enough warning when we shifted gears to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That will teach you, and I just have one word. Yes. Squee! <laughs> I, I, I second your squee. Uh, I think the, the squee shall be carried. Yeah. <laughs> now, they... they well, the, the, the next bit that they also... They had a whole separate panel where they talked very specifically about, here's your villains. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's your original characters, and even though none of them is Grand Admiral Thrawn... No. <sighs> You know, we're okay. It's never going to happen. Okay. We get I'm gen- okay with them not making him yet. Yeah. <laughs> yet, he says. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, well it's I just mean, like I... I don't get my Boba movie yet, okay? But yeah. it's Come coming. On. They went with young Han Solo. Yeah, and, and they gave him the Lego movie directors. That's a, that's a discussion for later in the show. Right. <laughs> uh, Lego movie, which was awesome, but I'm not sure if that translates into Star Wars. I love the Lego movie. The Lego movie is freaking awesome, but everything, everything is awesome. Is awesome. <laughs> everything is keen. Is awesome. <laughs> everything is cool when you're part of the team. But anyway, um, so the behind-the-scenes reel, Boba, yeah. what uh, what did you come away from that with? It's uh, more of, oh, my God, they've actually built – and I knew they had built all of this stuff. And I knew it going into this behind-the-scenes trailer. But it was like, okay, they've actually done it. And they it were was just like, lying. You see them going in and under actual full size full size ships for their shots. And it's like, yep, okay, I'm beginning to like this more and more. And it's like, I can't let my hype build up because I've been disappointed before. <laughs> I've been burned before. <laughs> Baby, I love you, but you got to stop hitting me. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. Awesome and- behind the scenes. And I, I just love the... Um, uh, Canon effect that they had for the what I'm assuming to be the Vulcan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's essentially just a shell and framing that they had, and it's like, yep, that's going to be cool. Oh well, no, they had I mean, they had up on a rig, but basically right. the cockpit. That that was yep. the full cockpit, um, or at least enough of it that they could green screen the rest of it in. So I think they're they're just doing, and from some of the acrobatics we've seen from the teaser trailer, the, the Vulcan is having some fun running away from TIE fighters and flying through derelict ships. Sure. So I'm assuming that was the the point of view version of that. So, hey, let's watch them, get tossed, watch them get tossed around the cockpit a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's the... Soon. And did you hear... Um, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Jason, uh, the guy behind uh, Clerks. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith, yes. Yeah. He's actually got annoyed with uh, Star Wars. Really? Because they took his entire audience away on him. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he had the panel floor after the Star Wars, but then they emptied the theater on him. Oh. To take them, everybody that was there, out to the actual uh, concert that they had afterwards. Oh, wow. Oh, that was rude. (laughs) Yeah. Bad luck on his part. But I have things to talk about. He he has uh, a panel that he does every year in Hall H. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just him talking, and yeah. it's usually very well attended. Uh, I listened to the podcast version of last year's, and he had a similar issue where they cleared out the hall from the event before, and then uh, he went out on stage, and nobody had told him they were going to do that, and he was actually really like choked up and surprised because it was the first time he didn't fill Hall H right. since he had started doing that. But then over time, more people came in, throughout his talk and well, they just didn't have time to come in before he started they instituted so, a policy year, a couple of years ago where they clear the hall every time yeah because, they don't want those harry potter nerds stabbing each other with mechanical pencils anymore well they, they just had a problem with people camping seats the entire day right, right and yeah. there would be no turn or people were literally you know, pissing in bottles so they didn't have to leave and it's like no nope. 
That would be why my niece was camping or stalking Hall H to try and get into the Warcraft trailer. Mm -hmm. Which they didn't release the trailer. No, they just showed posters, which again is another reason I didn't include that one on our show sheet today. Because it was boring. It's just a couple posters. It's like, give me a break. And it's so funny because when you go to like the the image... you know, that they have on there, the comments underneath it, it's like, well, seven, my seven year ago self is squeeing right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to have to work hard. I mean, what I, have I'm, you done for me lately? What have you done Wizard. for me lately? Yeah. Uh, so the other Star Wars panel, well, we've got Boba, mm-hmm. all about the villains. We have the apparent Sith like character, Kylo Ren. Yep. We have the leader of the First Order, which has now been confirmed as the remnants of the Galactic Empire, mm-hmm. is General Hux. And the questionable choice of uh, name, the woman in the silver uh, stormtrooper armor, Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. Phasma. Or Phasma. Um, Something. <laughs> and, that's, and that's Brienne in there. The Brienne actor. of Tarth. Yeah, it's Gwendolyn yes. Christie. Yes. Um, and Which if you're going to make someone, I mean, yeah. She's well, imposing. Captain, yeah. you know, people are complaining Captain Phase, but I, to, to that I say Luke Skywalker, okay? Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars or is the original never, name of Luke Starkiller. Starkiller. Right. Um, They've never been subtle with their name. No, usually. not so much. <laughs> Luke, good guy. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so... They didn't give a ton of details because it's you know it's teaser time. Sure, uh, but they at least here here's the pictures. Here's who to expect to be following on the bad guy side of things. Um, the what they're going to be doing with Captain Phasma is, is what I'm kind of curious. Is she but the Boba Fett of this trilogy? Um, from what I've read so far, she's actually a commander level of stormtroopers. Okay. Commander or commando? Commander. Okay. So just higher ranking or, m- or higher more like special forces? in charge of elite squads. Elite, okay. So she's like Commander Cody. Okay, she's command, commander badass, just the commander Cody yeah. without being a clone. Um, yeah. Okay. That'd be interesting to... Follow that. See if, and it's a matter of you know, who survives this movie. And are these sure. going to be arc characters, or are these going to be the throwaways? Because you know we all love Darth Maul. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they had to really reach, really reach to bring him back for Clone Wars. Like, you know, <laughs> guys. Actually, to <laughs> tie this into what I was trying to say when my internet decided to crap out on me and drop my call, um, another Game of Thrones character or actress that's actually been cast in the X-Men movie is um, Sansa from Game of Thrones is playing oh, Jean right. Grey. Yeah. That that got me more excited than anything else for that movie. That, and uh, Olivia Munn is playing Psylocke. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing Psylocke. Shut they, up and take my money. That, game over. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go sit in line for that movie right now. I wish they'd cast an actress for Psylocke instead. But. She is a good actress. Did oh, you know? she was, was she actress. was really really good on uh, newsroom. Newsroom, newsroom she was exactly. In newsroom, mm. yeah. I've obviously she, missed her one shining moment of being able to act. Well, how many really actresses? How many other roles has she had? She was on the Daily Show for like an episode. Well, yeah, she was on the Daily Show for more than an episode. She did a few things on the Daily Show, and then she did Attack of the Show. Um, 
She was on Attack of the Show first, actually, for yeah, like right. three years. Right. So, but I mean, in terms of an, what I would consider a legitimate acting role, the only thing I've ever seen her in was the newsroom, and she was very good in that. Okay. She was in Magic Mike. Was she? <laughs> she's I, in Ma- the first Magic Mike movie, and she's oh, okay. uh, the the Broken Lizard guys that made um, Super Troopers. Uh-huh. She's in like she's in like two of their later movies. Oh, okay. Huh. She's been in stuff. Yes. Okay. But not as a like a major role. I should say I the only thing I've yes. seen her in is the newsroom, newsroom. was a major role for yeah. her. That was for sure. Okay, I just haven't been exposed to her good works then. Yeah, you should done- watch Newsroom. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a great show. Oh my gosh! Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. Obviously, she now has to do acting with an accent because uh, Psylocke should be British. British trapped in an Oriental person's body. Body. If they're sti- okay. if they're sticking to that continuity, that's fine. It's all good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the history of that character is just mind-bendingly weird. Yeah, she's a little odd. I mean, I'm sure she's going to be compacted. Yeah, they'll, just, they'll cut to the chase. Maybe they'll just have her naturally be of Asian yeah. descent instead. Asian, of, but grew up in Britain or whatever. Uh, if you really want a deep dive, though, technically she's only 99% in that Asian person's body because she still has her original eyeballs. No, <laughs> no, because Mojo took her eyes. Exactly, and then she got her eyes from she, her original body. It's, it's messed up. Like I said, incredibly <laughs> demented eyes. character passed. <laughs> because okay. because the, well, there, was, there was a really good um, double-size New Mutants um, annual that featured her. That was really awesome. Um, and during that, she, so she started it out blind. She had lost her eyes. And then during the the events of the story, got a, a set of cybernetic eyes from a not nice person. Um, and then that's the last I paid attention to what was going on. She wound up keeping the eyes. And then later on, she became this Asian person, and I lost track. Okay. Thank you, Marvel writers. Yeah. Well, you know. Makes me wonder if they'll ever do anything with Excalibur. Whew. Probably not. Probably not. It's minor, but it depends on how 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 far will this wave of superhero movies persist? Carry us. It's got to peter out eventually. Considering Captain Britain is Psylocke's brother. In yes, in the main continuity, they are brother and sister, and Captain Britain, haha, because you got to have a captain for every country. Captain Estonia, what? (laughs) Hey, come on, Captain Captain Knuck is around, okay? Hey, it's called Puck. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, there's actually a title called Captain Canuck, okay? Yeah, I, know, I, I find know. that I'm totally easy to believe, but I'll take Puck any day, because... Um, so yeah, slight tangent there. Yes. Um, they talked a little bit about uh, details of and some casting information on Rogue One, which is yeah. the Episode Four prequel. Nothing too new from what we already knew about it is that it's it's following a group of rebels that are planning to steal the original Death Star's plans. Right. Uh, but they do announce, yeah, Felicity Jones, Ben uh, Mendelsohn, and Diego Luna are three people that have been confirmed as starring in it. And one of the other rumors that's hitting the treadmill hard is uh, Darth Vader's supposed to make an appearance. Yep. Hmm. So, which makes perfect sense for that part of the continuity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, will it be proud? No, will it be prows in the armor and uh, 
James Earl James Jones. Earl Jones. Jones. Thank you. Yeah. Oprah, James Earl freaking Jones. They should just stick Hayden Christensen in the armor. I mean, what else is he doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please don't. What has he got going don't on? Don't even speak that. He can walk around in it. He doesn't have to talk. Yeah, he doesn't have to talk. <laughs> you just have James's voice coming out of his, you know, mouth ass. hole. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he's, you know, he's not working. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. What else has he got going, he got going on? These other people might be busy. <laughs> David Press, I know, isn't busy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he just turned like 90 last week. Oh, well, that's mean. Don't make the 90-year-old trips around chopping people up. Seriously. <laughs> hey, they put um, Mayhew in the, in the Wookiee costume. And that guy can barely walk. Yeah. I forget what... Did you, uh, he just had both knees replaced. Oh. Hey. Speaking of which, did you hear that um, uh, Harrison Ford was walking around with a cane that looked like a lightsaber at Comic-Con? <laughs> ah. <laughs> that's awesome. That Did is he awesome. Steal Peter Matthews' uh, cane. He might have, but I mean, he just broke his leg too, or whatever. Yeah, yeah he, he had that... broke most of himself. It's a whole airplane thing. Yeah, yeah. crazy it's, with the crash. It's, it's amazing the Falcon lasted as long as it did. Launchpad right. McQuack. Now we now we know that this whole time Chewbacca's been piloting. Exactly, his pilot <laughs> skills are overrated. Chewbacca was his face. <laughs> Basically, he just you know nobody else speaks uh, Kashyyyk, so. We just have to believe that what Han says that, that Chewie is saying. It's like, right. right he's right. actually saying is, yes, Master, uh, I'll do everything you say, Master Chewbacca. Just make me look good, okay? Uh-huh. And, and don't rip my arms off. And do not rip my arms off and beat me to death with them. Let the Wookiee win. Uh, okay, so that the Star Wars... They're doing the, this one thing that this new team of people shepherding Star Wars knows how to do is I don't want to say manipulate the fan base because I don't think it's that diabolical, but they certainly know how to serve us up exactly what we need to see. They know how to service their fan base? Yes. Come come here and service me. But they, they are giving us measured doses of exactly what we would like to see to keep the hype train chugging along. Sure. Um, and I'm really stoked for the holiday season because and i don't care if there's wacky tie fighters with white panels on them i'll forgive them that because i'm okay with evil you know evolving Evolving, slightly right it was you know the radical ship design changes that happened in one through three Mm -hmm. that kind of tore turn me off because you're like, well, wait a second. How did ship designs change this much in basically 18 years? Mm-hmm. Well, you also have to consider the economic uh, repercussions of those are the ships that people on Coruscant have versus the ships that people in the outer terror rims have. Sure. Right. I mean, it's possible. Uh, it is. It's a but stretch, but, but it's not. But again, it's not what the fans want to see. No. Exactly. I think that's the big difference is these guys are showing us here, look, Slightly improved X-Wings that are clearly X-Wings. Slightly changed and altered and advanced TIE Fighters that are clearly TIE Fighters. Right. But they're shiny I've, and silver. I've seen a lot of, a lot of chrome. in, in Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I believe, though, that really, really good directors, they have to walk a very fine line with what pleases the fans and what they don't know they really want. So yeah. you have to know what they want but then also give them things that they don't know they want. Right. I didn't know I couldn't live without it until you showed it to me. Exactly. So right. let us take... Some directors just aren't really good at that. 
Let's take a little break here because we're running out of background music. Uh, oh. Details, you know, we should get, but everyone go get a fresh beverage. We're going to play a little, oh, look, Star Wars music from the Andrew Allen Trio, the uh, jazz edition of the Duel of the Fates from the prequels we do not speak of. Uh, but it had a good soundtrack. <laughs> you are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on alphageekradio.com. We shall return after this. This is Jocelyn from the Gamers Inn and the Angry Chicken, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Thank you. 
This is Dills from The Instance and The Angry Chicken, and you are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Casually Hardcore continues live on alphageekradio.com. More nerd news. So, circling back around to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. interesting little bit of news that, once I read it, kind of made sense. So this is from comicbook.com, and it cites an interview from Deadline about Wesley Snipes talking about having met with Marvel to possibly reprise the role of Blade. And it kind of makes total sense. They could very easily say, oh yeah, the Blade movies were always part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe just because the nature of the vampire communities being completely secret and mm-hmm. out of the public view allows them to say, well, yeah, they were here the whole time. You never heard much about them because they keep a low profile because they're a secret society of immortals. So, yeah, sure. Piece of cake to roll this one into the cinematic university saying, hey, we've been doing the MCU since the 90s. Didn't you know? Yeah. They just didn't want people going around chopping their heads off. Yeah. I just Googled it, too, and they were done by New Line Cinema, so they won't have all the kerfuffle of Fox and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kerfuffle. And well, I, the rights, I, the loved him, I loved him as Blade. I, I thought he played it. a really good Blade. No, that was the early, mm-hmm. the early proof that Marvel could do it right, could make money off of it. Um, so it was, it was, and it was one of those things where you didn't realize, oh, this was a, this was a comic book movie? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a comic book movie that never sold itself as a comic book movie. It was, exactly. ri- and, it was riding the wave of vampire everything at yeah, the time. Yeah, but it was a very dark, you know, movie as well. It, oh, yeah. It, I think they were all rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it worked well. So, so I mean, it'd be interesting to have Snipes turn up, assuming he's still in decent shape. Uh, this is, again, this is the problem with the immortal characters and the aging right. actors. Um but he said, you know, let's see, Blade 4 is controlled by Marvel, so the rights have reverted. And we did have a really productive and wonderful meeting. We discussed a number of things. I don't know where it is on their schedule at this point. But it had, has not been decided. I guess it's still up in the air, Snipe said. When asked about returning to the role, that meeting centered on returning as Blade, but may have offered up other opportunities as well. So actual conversations have taken place about, hey, yeah, we'd like you back in our, in our new playground as the character you created. Like, well, yeah. in Trinity, they were he was sort of, I mean, kind of passing the torch to the other two, which one of them was Ryan Reynolds, who was a freaking amazing, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I just yep. loved his character in that he was too. He was fantastic as a vampire hunter in that. And <laughs> the, it was also the first time where you went, oh, my God, Ryan Reynolds can really pack on muscle when he yeah. wants to. When he needs he to, was yep. huge in that movie. Yep. And he was snarky, so you're like, he he's kind of like Deadpool. Yeah, it was Deadpool. Basically, it was Deadpool the Vampire Hunter. Pretty much, yes. Mm. That totally needs to be a comic book title, Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. Deadpool Vampire. Vampire Hunter. It's curious, though. That, I mean, they, they have had uh, the Black Panther movie on the calendar mm-hmm. for Marvel movies. So uh, Wesley Snipes wouldn't be a, black, a bad uh, Black Panther. 
But um, I think if he did show up back again as Blade, then it would be perfect for him to slide into the Netflix shows. That's they mentioned in this article is that they could do it as a second run of Netflix series focusing because they also just got Ghostwriters rights back. Yep. So they could actually do the Midnight Suns, which I have. We have a fr- all of. Well, Nomise, Dax, and myself have a mutual friend who's an obsessed oh ghostwriter so friend. Obsessed. <laughs> Insanely so. Roadblock. Yep. Um, but he was always pushing those comics on me when we were in college. And when they did the Midnight Sun arc, those were really, really good comics. It's the only time I felt that were really, really I mean, good. when you had Ghost Rider, uh, the original Ghost Rider of Johnny Blaze, but not Ghost Rider any longer, Blade, uh, the, the crew of vampire hunters around him, and them dealing with both the demonic and, and the uh, vampire menaces was really, really good stories in there. See, the other place they could have all these guys show up is in the Doctor Strange series. True. Because this is all the mystical side of... For sure. Even though in the original Blade films, they played it up very much as they know this is... Uh, evolutionary. This is this is viral, and you know, in fact, in the vampires were using tech very heavily to try and breed super vampires. Basically, so right. it was it was really de-emphasizing the uh, magic magic side of things. Right, but you could spin this a very. It would make a lot of sense to me to have like in Doctor Strange two for Blade to perhaps be a big part of whatever the storyline could be. And that'd be a yeah. way for them to, to roll him right back in and say, okay, Doctor Strange is dealing with vampires and werewolves and all these mystical things. And, oh, look, here's Blade the Vampire Hunter to help him out. There's right. a joke brewing in my mind about witchcraft had to be involved because it was a good movie with Stephen Dorff in it. Uh, <laughs> this is true. Not only a good movie, but he was a great character. He was a great character until the end where he became that funky. Yeah, that was a stupid That was ending. a stupid way to end him. Um, I, if they would have just kept on with the character, yeah, he him actually playing yeah. the character, I think it would have been Deacon better. Deacon Frost, um, great, That's yeah, great. They have a lot of potential there, and I mean, definitely, I'm I'm riding high on the Daredevil. But mm-hmm. you tell me it's going to Netflix, I'm super excited. Absolutely, yeah. especially they get they treat it, you know, give it a decent budget like they did with Daredevil, give it good writers, yeah. Well, much like they're also setting up the Defenders, I think you could set up a Midnight Sun storyline by first doing a Blade series, a Ghost Rider series, and perhaps a a Johnny Blaze series, and mix them into then a Midnight Sun series, a la what they're doing with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and uh, Power Man. True. Or Luke Cage, whatever they're calling him. I will will stop (laughs) again and observe to you all what an awesome time to be alive as a comic book nerd. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah, we can have serious conversations like this, and we're not fantasizing. We're talking about stuff that may actually happen and has happened. Well, we know they're listening. They're just writing all this down, right? Yeah. We of should course. probably talk slower and a little more clearly. So they, they I like to think that dictation. Blade never really went away, though, thanks to the internet and people photoshopping him into pictures from Twilight. That That's true. He, he has <laughs> murdered, apparently, every other vampire out there from any other <laughs> cinematic universe. The ones from Twilight well, so were particularly... Uh, yes. And then Buffy killed Edward, the end. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, you know, that, that you're talking about that snippet of Jared Leto from the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Still a better love story than Twilight. Just, just saying. <laughs> Oh, you know what else I was going to say, uh, circling all the way back around to Superman versus Batman. 
I think that it's perfect Lex Luthor casting just because that guy's last major movie role was as Mark Zuckerberg. Yes. And I True. think it's it's genius because you're already in your mind thinking like, well, he's some rich guy who controls everything. Like my problem was is he was playing the role just like Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. yeah. And remember, he also was a magician, and now you see me. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. I liked it. They're making it another bad. one. I liked weirdly. it, and I like him in all the movies he's been in. I yeah. just don't like him in this so far. So, so far. far, right. So I think he's the only misstep in the Superman versus Batman, maybe. But so I, I liked that I got a solid uh, Watchmen vibe off that trailer, too, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is probably uh, uh, Zack Snyder's best movie. Yeah, I think, I think Watchmen is, is wicked underrated. Um, yeah. Actually, though, funny enough, I just watched the other day because I picked up uh, Dying Light, which is the zombie game. Yeah. And, so, and HBO was showing uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which I had no idea was a Zack Snyder film. I did not realize that either. Is that either. the one the one with Omar Epps in it? No, Vin Rames. Omar wasn't in it. I just like mm. saying Omar. Me yeah. too. Yeah, no, but Vin Rames, man. I would uh I'd be okay if he was by my side in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I would be all kinds of safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be feeling pretty good. Um one that was Well there's on, on the list here. There's a, a fun trailer uh, of everything is awesome. <laughs> Doctor Who and Lego Dimensions. <laughs> oh yeah, I was going to talk about this too. Lego Dimensions trailer <laughs> of Doctor Who. I'm yep. so stoked for this game. I haven't bought in on any of these. Connect your toys to your uh, franchises. Video game system. I don't even have any Nintendo Amiibos, and I have every Nintendo system that's ever been made. But I didn't buy into the Amiibo thing either. The Lego Dimensions, it's coming, it's coming right for me. <laughs> yeah. It's coming right for yeah. us. It's, it's, Lego is so cute. You just can't, you can't resist Lego. But they're being sneaky because they're telling really good stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This could, Absolutely. This is the, 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 the reason these are so successful is the dialogue is awesome and the stories are awesome. Um, and it's so but not only that, but there, I mean, where else could you get a show of any type that would have a team up between, uh-oh, what, what was that? Oh, um, sorry, something started beeping on my that have a team Someone's up trying to call into the show, but for some reason it's not giving me the option to add them to the group call. I can. Can I try? Yeah, give it a shot. All right. I was Maybe like, whoa. Calling. So, yeah. Uh, team up between Gandalf, Batman, and, you and, know, the, and doc- the doctor. And the doctor. <laughs> and, and, and wild style. And wild style, wild of course. Style. I mean, that's crazy, in my opinion. Yeah, yep. Whoever's trying to call in, I'm sorry, I can't. Skype is being weird. I'm not sure if this new version has a limit of the number of people allowed to have on a call. But Could it's, be. It's just not, if it says, if you answer this call, it'll put everyone else on hold. Yeah. Ah, hang up on Barry. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Just clear the lines. No, uh... <laughs> It's, but I mean, yeah, so it, it was, I mean, come on, Gandalf's like, could somebody explain to me what's going on <laughs> after the doctor gives this whole speech about, I've met you before, but you haven't met me yet, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the other thing that uh, BBC snuck out during Comic-Con was there's little sizzle reel for Series 9 mm-hmm. of Doctor Who, um, which looks to be interesting and tons of fun. And yeah. they have the little reveal of Maisie Williams in there, who is um, Arya from Game of right. Thrones. Mm-hmm. And but the the 
bit of interplay they have going between them is because uh, it's basically she she's taking off a mask and a hat, and his reaction is surprise and you. She's right. Like, well, who who did you expect, old man? It's like, okay, uh. who is this character supposed to be? Um, well, we've always wondered what happened to his daughter. So maybe, who knows? yeah. The one that we created earlier with yes, the yes, yes, the one that was you know through science, yes, science. <laughs> um, but how? But, but she looks nothing like she. So how would you anyway? Um, well, I mean, how? So how? What's she going to look like? He can look like anything. True. True. So dad. apparently, she does look like him at some point. Right. <laughs> right. You just don't know when. I just work here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but you said that that was one of the things that BBC came out with. But so also they they announced the Sherlock Winter Special. Oh, uh, this is true. Yes. Bandersnatch Coverbund uh, and Company returning for a single episode special. Um, can't come soon enough. It's mm-hmm. been with Watson rocking the porn stash. The porn stash. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. <Ooh. laughs> Oh my god, he looks horrible. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point. Um, yep. That was the point of a, almost an entire episode. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I it, love all this little fan art where like Sherlock is trying to sneakily shave his yeah. beard. <laughs> it's great. Oh, <laughs> they, they write those characters so very well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's done in the what, 17 it's 1700s? I don't know. But it's it's uh, done back in time. Right. Like, oh, is it? This, yeah. This, oh, okay. This is supposed to be not. It's not continuity. It's not. Gotcha. Not. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's truly a special special. And I oh, Shara, nice. But. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, I just work here. Uh, oops, I lost my page. Hang on. My, <gasps> my browser has just gone weird on me. Just turn it. Turn the page. Turn the page. Yeah. So, non. Or a little, little bit of snippets of non. Comic Con non pop culture related. It's technically pop culture related. Yeah. So, for those of you out there who are redditors, use the uh, reddit.com site. None of this will be news to you. It's been um, about a week. A steaming pool of drama, Uh, one drama after another. Mostly laid at the feet of the now former interim CEO, uh, Ellen Powell. Mm-hmm. They had, oh, I mean, what was the major inciting event? You know, kind of trying to catch. Well, the biggest thing was them letting go of the person who did most of the organization of Victoria. the Ask Me Anything. Yes, Victoria was the staff member from, right. that was Tudor was her username. Mm-hmm. And yes. She was the mover and shaker of, of getting the really interesting, high-profile people to come do Ask Me Anythings. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and assisted them. Assisted I mean. them, made sure it went smoothly, you know, translated people who didn't necessarily know the first thing about Reddit, and made everything work beautifully. And uh, you're fired. Yeah. So she gets fired, but... Yeah, you know, fired without any reason given to all the moderators, which, you know, in working, you know, 
real jobs and such, usually they will <laughs> never tell you why a person was fired because that could have some legal implications. Right. But the issue that they ran into was that they fired her while she was supposed to be hosting these Ask Me Anythings that day and had no plan in place right. of to how they were, these were going to be conducted. The, the general feeling, the, the, the undercurrent is that the communication between the administrators, which are the actual employees of Reddit, right. and the volunteer moderators has been decaying and poor and worse and worse and worse. None of the mods were in the loop on any of this. There was no warning. There was, there was nothing, no, yeah. no, no ability to prepare. All these and people were finding out about these things through third party news sources. Right. It's like, right. It wasn't even posted in the Reddit blog and and the the moderators basically start started an uprising of our community here exists because of our volunteer labor and you are treating us like crap. Mm-hmm. You are clearly moving towards trying to monetize the hell out of this. Which is what killed Dig, which was the great predecessor to Reddit. Oh, yeah. Dig rolled out their 2.0 version, which was totally redesigned all about making money out of, off of the community-generated community content. Right. And everyone fled to yep. Reddit. And this is history repeating itself, it appears. So... Here they are. The board of directors have apparently, and this is a lot of this is speculation. A lot of this is pieced together from lots of disparate sources of information. That the drive is all about how do we turn this into a profitable venture, and it's it's never been profitable. Let's you know, be completely honest; they've, they've not been making money off of this. But it's now to the point where they're like, we would like to make money off of this, which kind of flies in the face of the attitudes of a lot of the moderators and community members of this should be a place free from corporate influence, free exchange of information, democratic voting system. This is the theory. Yeah, it's – and I mean – that that level of discussion to me, it's tough because I can see it from both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you created something that had a massive amount of popularity, a massive amount of you know traffic going through it, and it was yours, and you're having to do all the upkeep, and you're having to do everything else, and you didn't go out and start off your company as a non-for-profit, then you know part of me goes, well, yeah, you should be trying to probably figure out ways to – monetize some of it while keeping the what made it popular intact absolutely on the flip side i can definitely understand folks that looked at this like oh this is a great sharing site kind of a la twitter and all these other things that started off as just great ways to communicate suddenly now you're throwing ads at me or you're throwing different things that become uh either interfere with my experience or even get to the point where i'm i'm paywalled off right. from being able to access things that would be very frustrating to me as well so i think you know again these type of things need somebody to come in and develop it as a non for profit to make it what the community probably wants but unfortunately that wasn't the case with this that wasn't the case with dig wasn't the case with twitter 
Yeah. But it seems like the the crux of this situation was a lot of just no communication from yeah. the administrators to their moderators, as you mentioned, that are all volunteer. Right. That and not only are all volunteer, but have a lot of power, as mm-hmm. they demonstrated by closing many of the most popular subreddits. Yep. They went private and said, basically, if you're not already a member, you can't see this content. Run along. Right. And so for somebody who doesn't even, like, I don't go into Reddit. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. that I hear it can suck your, the life out of you. So I can't be addicted to anything else. Um, Join but, us. Join no, us. <laughs> never. So for someone on this side, it just really seems like they were not paying attention to their community. Nope. And to give one person, Victoria, who was so popular, that much power without having like a backup, a person who was either under her that was studying to, you know, help her out, be her assistant or take over when she moved on to bigger and better things or other things. That's just bad business right there. Right. Now, the root underlying all of and there's and there's way more drama that has occurred than what we're addressing. And I'm trying to, to stick to the root causes here. And really what you mentioned, the lack of respect. Mm-hmm. The owners and admins demonstrated very clearly that they don't think the moderators and the subreddits and some of the admins either are important or vital. Right. They think that, oh, it'll just keep magically happening like it has for years. We don't have to give anyone anything. We don't have to police this. We just and we'll just we'll just turn it into a money making machine and the content will just keep flowing and the volunteers will keep showing up and doing it for free no matter how badly we treat them. And right. they got a very abrupt wake up call that said, Oh no, you don't get it for free. And you can't treat people badly or they will leave because other than investment in the community, there's nothing else keeping them there. And if you sour and destroy the community, they are out. Oh, yeah. Sure. And of Nerds course, are fickle things. We are very fickle. And also, it's a matter <laughs> of it is terribly, terribly easy to build a new one. There's already a major contender called Vote, mm-hmm. V-O-A-T dot C-O. That is basically a complete clone of Reddit. Right. And a large number of subreddits have moved over and taken up, set up shop over there and will likely never return. Even yep. though, you know, the person who was receiving, justifiably or not, a lot of the heat for this was the interim CEO, Ellen Powell, has stepped down and. One of the original founders has returned as CEO, much to the pleasure of a lot of the people who are making the most noise. And keep in mind, this is a percentage of you know, number of people involved in all these revolts, very tiny compared to the number of active participants in Reddit. Sure. So this is very much a vocal, but very powerful minority of you know, people who run and have admin powers over subreddits. Um, so they're generally pleased to see this person return, and he's done, immediately did some Ask Me Anythings. And one of the big things that had gotten out of hand and had, had annoyed a lot of Redditors was this concept of shadow banning. So you can be banned from participating in a particular subreddit if you break that subreddit's rules. Right. And you'll know it because you'll attempt to edit, enter the subreddit and say, I'm sorry, you have been banned from this subreddit. 
a shadow ban is a more devious thing. Basically, it says, from your perspective, when you are logged in, everything will look normal. But anything you post or contribute will be invisible to everyone else. Oh, wow. That's not nice. That's douchey. It was originally designed as a countermeasure to spam robots. Right. Because if you banned a spam robot, it knew then it was banned. It would go register a new fake account and continue spamming. Oh. If they shadow banned it, it thought everything was hunky-dory and would continue flooding the subreddits with spam. crap. But but nobody would ever see. Gotcha. Somewhere along the way, moderators started using it against regular users. Mm. And one of the first things that this returning CEO said... Shadow bans will never be used against real users, ever. They should never have been used against real users, ever. Right. This was a spam bot countermeasure that has lost its way. If you are banned, you will know why that you were. You will, you will know that you have been banned. You will know why you were banned, and there will be a method for you to appeal. Yeah, that's I mean, a that's... huge one that people were really upset about. Is that there was never an appeals process if you were banned. Because some infantile subreddit moderator just didn't like you, uh, you were banned. That was that. Was that. Right. Or, infantile or not, it definitely is. I mean, it's very passive-aggressive. Well, and, and you can't. But, I mean, like you said, you, you have no idea that it happened. It's like if you're going to ban somebody, be a, be a man or a woman about it and ban them to their face. Mm-hmm. And say this is why you're banned, not this. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of like Facebook when you basically go, "I'm not going to unfriend you, but I'm just going to have it set what? so I ignore all your posts." Right. <laughs> no, there, there was there was a a post from a redditor who, on his very first day on Reddit, accidentally triggered the auto shadow ban system by a, behaving oh, like Jesus. a spam bot. So it posted the same link to two separate subreddits within a very certain time limit. Yeah. And was quietly shadow banned. And then participated in the community for three years. (laughs) Well, participated is a subjective term. I never really understood why no one ever replied or or why you never got upvoted, never got any karma. And then finally discovered, I've been shadow banned this entire time. Wow. And got the admins to correct it. But it's like... I was really trying to be a part of this really cool community. And, and you can look at this guy's comment history, and he was an active person you would want in your community, had intelligent things to offer that nobody ever saw. Aww. Oh, man. It was like, oh, that you, sucks. you poor guy. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here looking at my karma breakdown and going, oh, I would hate that. <laughs> Fake inter- I'm sure you fake internet points. Right it's all I doubt about- it. I doubt it. I, I have some pretty decent karma here. I mean, you know, for me. Well, I, okay. I, yeah, exactly. I'm only in the low negative 100. <laughs> it's it's with the. So, how, who gives you karma? Other users. Oh, okay. Basically, if you either you can post something and people can upvote it saying, hey, this, we think this deserves better visibility because it's an interesting and insightful piece of information. Mm-hmm. And then you can also get comment karmas. If, if you make a comment on a story that people like, you, they can also upvote your individual comments. Wow. Yeah. Fun fact. I have zero comment karma, karma in the Alpha Geek Radio subreddit. Mm. Oh. And I have negative 
I have negative comment comma in the Hearthstone subreddit. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's only negative one, but I must have said something some people didn't like. So. Oh, yeah. People can also downvote you, by the way, Jackson. I see. <laughs> it works both ways. You're lucky I'm not on there, Barry. <laughs> I have one link karma and 48 comment karma. Oh, you go, boy. wow. The idea being... Woo-hoo. The people who are productive and and useful members of the community get upvoted, mm-hmm. and so you you know who to pay attention to because they have a proven track record. Um, the problem is the system can be abused with a, 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 you know ideas of, of brigading people. Brigading is is a, a term used usually for attacking an offsite location, but you uh-huh. can also target somebody and just go through their entire comment history and just downvote everything. Yeah. Um, which is a total dick move, but it's the internet. So this kind of crap does happen. Yes, it yep. does. <sighs> but anyways, things, we'll see, we've had the apparent end of the immediate massive drama with the departure of uh, CEO Ellen Powell, return of the one of the original founders, lots of statements that we're going to try and correct these things. We're going to give our moderators better tools. We're going to have better communication between our admins and our moderators. We'll see. Um, they will either go the way of the dig, and we'll be next you know next year at this time we'll talk about hey, come to our sub universe over on vote.co and oh yeah, do you remember Reddit? <laughs> that thing that was hilarious the way they imploded. Or we'll still be talking about our subreddit. We shall see. Well. I mean, as long as it keeps giving updating my video game deals subreddit and Marvel Heroes subreddit, that's about it. <laughs> Again. I can make do without the Destiny subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> I will be in the car. Yeah. I'm not even going to go into the subreddits I'm subscribed to. This is a family show. I, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Uh, beard's gone wild. Anyway. <laughs> All right, that brings this... Uh, let's steer this ship into Ritalin Bay, shall we? Uh, for those of you who were paying attention, this past week we had Woot Stock did the live stream. Ooh. I've posted the raw footage up to the Alpha Geek Media uh, YouTube page. Just go to YouTube and search for Alpha Geek Media. You'll see it's the one video on the page of that uh, front page of that uh, site. I've also been experimenting with the three channels uh, live stream over there on YouTube. So if you want to play with those, though, I, I had the experience that I feared would happen, which is why I'll probably never use YouTube as our primary streaming platform. Because what? so during the pre-show and the intermission, as a joke and as part of the finale, they played one song. Over and over and over and over again. It was Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. <laughs> and as the finale, all the people on stage sang Shake It Off because it was That's cool. Uh, that was fun. But I was concerned that the content ID system yes. on YouTube would assassinate the live stream. So I was very careful to turn down the audio feed from the mixing desk. Mm-hmm. That the house was running to make sure that I did not broadcast. I sent kept the video going. What I didn't turn down was the audience mic. Oh. Which, if you listen to the audio on the track, you can't hear a damn thing. Hmm. Apparently, there were enough traces of "Shake It Off" 
picked up by that lone microphone that was barely turned up at all. Wow. For Content ID to see it and say, your video is now not available because wow. Taylor wow. Swift wants her money. <sighs> so, YouTube, I'll, talk, I'll talk to her. Oh, we'll see if we can work something out. Yeah, I'm sure YouTube, this is why no one will ever want to use your live streaming system. This is why your YouTube gaming is never going to work because somebody's going to have... Music Some playing, sort of music, music playing across the room on their roommate stereo. Yeah, and it's going to get their gaming stream assassinated, and they're going to go straight back to Twitch. That's right. Yep. So you might as well give up now and save the investment, or maybe consider getting rid of content ID. Just saying. Anyway, if you would like to see the all copyrighted music edited out version of Wootstock, uh, head on over to YouTube and search for Alpha Geek Media. It is there for your enjoyment. And uh, in the next week or two, we'll get the really, this was just the single webcam version, not great video, high quality audio. The three camera version will be coming from UATDV later on if you want to hold out for that. Uh, thank you to all the volunteers on the aforementioned subreddit, alphageekradio.reddit.com. We appreciate you submitting all the links there and all the fun stuff you direct us towards talking about. You can find us on Facebook and Google+. Plus. Just search for Casually Hardcore for the show pages and Alpha Geek Radio or Alpha Geek Media for the network pages. On the Twitter, the network is Alpha Geek Radio. I am on there as GnomeWise. He is on there as Izzy Grail. That's I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L. And she is on there as Daxa-C-H. That's D-A-K-S-A-C-H, not D-A-X-A-C-H. And Barry Von Awesome is on there as... Barry Von Awesome, unless you've changed it. Nope. And uh, our YouTube show is on there as uh, we changed the name from the local experiment. We are now the Rochester Experience. And I actually got the Rochester XP uh, as our Twitter handle on there, too. So Awesome sauce. <laughs> Amazing. <I know. laughs> Who would have thought? Amazing. <laughs> Uh, send us email to the show at alphageekradio.com. That's the show at alphageekradio.com. If you wish to support the show, become our patron. Go over to patreon.com slash alphageek to learn how you can keep us up and running. Uh, when you're mobile, listen in live on the TuneIn app. Just go to tunein.com and click on Get TuneIn for the incredible laundry list of devices they support. And you can also get the even longer list of ways you can tune in video and audio by going to tunein.alphageekradio.com. Ah, good to be back on the air. We shall hopefully be able to maintain this now that all the weird holidays and family gatherings and cross-country trips, world travelers, are behind us for now. Yeah, for a bit. Um, though I would throw this out now for <laughs> any listeners, especially the podcast listeners, Uh in about a month and a week, we will be at PAX Prime. Oh, yeah. And if there is anything specific you'd like us to make sure we attend or look at and report back on, let us know. Yep. Similarly, uh, the weekend before they are at PAX Prime, I will be at Dragon Con. And rar. S- rar. Same, r- <laughs> same rules apply. If there's something in particular... You want me to go in search of? I'm there primarily to stream the podcasting track uh, presentations, 
but there's nothing saying I can't sneak away for other entertaining things. That's cool. We're primarily a PAX Prime to drink, so. Yeah. It's... <laughs> we can sneak away from But we can actually see a game or two while we're there. <laughs> I didn't say I wouldn't also be drinking. Uh, also, uh, end of this month. But you did say it was your primary reason. Uh, <laughs> see, I want to have a liver when I'm 70. Whatever. Overrated. Um, yep. I know, I know. You can get another one. You can get the Deadpool treatment and you'll just have a bumpy face. <laughs> yes, and I'll have a face that looks like uh, an avocado had sex with an older avocado. Yes. Um, <laughs> at the end of this month, uh, last weekend of July, o- over into the 1st of uh, August, I'll be up at Nerdtacular, hmm. uh, live streaming a crap ton of of stuff uh, four different presentation halls we're going to try and have them all running simultaneously why do I hate myself so much I don't know but keep an eye on uh, the front page of alphageekradio.com for details on that and tune in because the stuff looks to be entertaining as well Get up, go to nerdtacular.com the schedule has been posted uh, you don't need to really request anything it's all going to be live streamed and it's all going to be released as uh, podcast archives so you will be able to experience it all, even the stuff that happens simultaneously, because that's the beauty of the podcast download. And I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexa. Yeah, I've been Grail. And I've been Barry. Only a fraction of a second delay there. We're getting them well-trained. I'm still here. Here's your cookie. (laughs) And we are out of yeah. Bye-bye, radio people.